This is Speaking of Speaking. Quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. It's another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast, and I am thrilled to be chatting today with Catherine Burroughs. Catherine is a creative content strategist. She is the CEO of Catherine Burroughs Creative. She is an international best-selling author, and she is the host of the Right Connection podcast, which is an amazing podcast. When you're finished listening to this one, Make sure you go listen to hers, but no, seriously, subscribe to her podcast. She has a lot of great content there. And today we are talking about word choice, perfection versus authenticity, or to script or not to script. Catherine, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks, Carl. I'm always thrilled to be here and always thrilled to chat with you, as you know. Great that we can do this because with all of the time that you have spent in your life working with words, and I've spent working with words, we've worked with words differently. Like you more the written word, me mostly the spoken word, both of which are very important. But let's talk about your journey because it's only been in the last little while that you've taken that step into the spoken word. A lot of the work you've done has been with the written word. So let's talk about your journey and your start into the spoken word world or the podcasting world. So I started taking your 60 days to launch program. I think it was late 2020 into 2021. I think we finished in February, 2021. And I had so much other stuff going on in my life that I did not make the 60 days, but that was so not a reflection on you. That was totally on me. And I launched at the right connection in May, 2021 and had, I think it was six episodes ready for when I launched. So I started out with my first episode. And of course I had to introduce who I am and what I do and why I'm doing this podcast. And so I wrote it out very eloquently, if I do say so myself. And, you know, I spent a lot of time really thinking about what to say, thinking about what words to use, how I could best express the message I wanted to get across, you know, what order to say things in and things like, you know, how long should the sentences be and all of that kind of thing. I read it when I recorded it. I had the document open in front of me on my screen and I read it. And and I've done lots of public speaking. So, you know, I don't think it was a bad read, but it was still being read. You know a lot about words. We know that. You're a creative content strategist. You help people with words in their writing in all different ways. And I want to talk about your process. We'll do that a little bit later on. But one of the things that is still was new to you was the spoken word. And in writing your script, did you know? how different a process it was going to be? Did you understand? Not really, because of course in school was my first experience with public speaking where, you know, you spend several weeks preparing this speech and then at the end you get up in front of the class and you've memorized the speech, which you wrote out first and then you give that speech. And that's pretty much how I approached all of my presentations Even though, you know, as I got out into the business world and I added PowerPoint and stuff, I mean, there were parts of it that were a bit more spontaneous, but it was still very much my comfort zone to know what I was being asked to speak about and have adequate time to prepare 
just being asked to like, you know, talk about X, you have five minutes, go. Like that is so far out of my comfort zone. (laughs) I think I'd be better at it now, but it's still a little bit like icky in my stomach when I think about that. (laughs) How scripted are you now with your episodes? Because I want to do this dive into the perfection versus authenticity or to script or not to script. So how close to being on script are you now when you're doing your episodes? With my interviews now, I usually just, we jump on the Zoom call and chat for five or 10 minutes, like you said, cover some main points that we want to cover. But to this point, I've interviewed people that I've had prior contact with. So I kind of know some questions that I can ask them and they're pretty prepped on what it's like to be a guest. So they're very good at holding up their end of the conversation. So we just kind of say, okay, let's cover these five points and let's hit record. And it comes across as definitely a very organic and authentic conversation. And we don't always know where we're going to go exactly. But to me, it's so much more beautiful because you get those magic moments of insight that come out when you just relax and let the conversation happen. Have you had a guest yet who you didn't have some knowledge of or a relationship with and you had to do a little bit of either research or digging to find out more about them before hitting record? And almost feel your way through that comfort zone. There's one coming up in my season two, which I've just started. I hadn't met Marlene really before. Actually, it was you that had introduced us and connected us. But we did chat a little bit beforehand again and discussed where we wanted to go. And I mean, if somebody wants to be on your podcast, obviously they want it to be a positive experience. They want the the finished product to look good for them as well as for me. So, you know, people are pretty open to working together and collaborating. Because the next step for you after that will probably be, I can see to the next six months to a year where people will be reaching out to you saying, Hey, and these will be random people. I get these emails all the time probably two or three a week of people saying, I'm the virtual assistant for Catherine Burroughs and we like your podcast. We were wondering if Catherine can come on your show. And I get those emails and I don't know these people. I don't know who they are. And some of them will jump on board and say, great, we're here. Others will, others don't. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But I can see that happening for you in the next six months to a year. And with your experience with words and where you're going with your podcast, I think it'll be a really good experience for you. Plus the networking and the exposure will be phenomenal as well. But I want to talk about this whole perfection versus authenticity, and I want to spin it differently. And I want to talk about speakers because I'm a speaker. I've been a broadcaster. I'm a speaker. And you know me. So you know when I write. I write for the ear. It's the difference between writing for the ear and writing for the eye. Writing for the eye means it's going to be read by someone in a book, in a magazine, an article online. Writing for the ear is spoken word, right? Or script for, or some type of writing for a video series or something like that. So there is a difference. So I write for the ear. Catherine writes for the eye. That's why we get along so well together because we know words and we can play with them and put them together and stuff like that. What I wanted to touch on, though, is 
the challenge or the risk, and I want to give you some floor space here. I want to give the challenge or the risk to speakers who want to take their content. In other words, their script or the dialogue that they've used in a speech or in a keynote and just automatically think that's good enough for publication. How does that sit with you? Well, as much as there is definitely overlap between speaking and writing, there are some major differences too. So it's not something that you can just translate or transcribe the words from a speech or even from a workshop that you're giving. Like if you're interested in putting that content out in a different format, you really want to shape it differently. When you're speaking, there's a lot of audience interaction. And even if you're presenting like on a Zoom, as many of us are doing now, you're presenting in a way that you're assuming some interaction, even if you're videoing it for later viewing, you're kind of still having that conversation with the audience. Like, oh, raise your hand if you can identify with what I just said. You know, that kind of thing. It's not the kind of thing you would say in a book. In a book, there's usually a lot more structure. So one of the projects I did that really illustrates this well is that I took a client's podcast and turned it into blog posts. So there was a one blog post per podcast episode. So it often meant taking that conversation and pulling the points out and saying like, here's Carl's 10 tips on how to do a great podcast. Even though in your podcast episode, you might've not listed them out, referred to them as numbered points, or even realized that you had five of them, you know, but it's just, putting it into more of a structure so that the eye can see that you've got that white space between the points and it makes it more relaxed and comfortable to read. So let me ask you this then, could you take, and then I want to talk about your process, but I want to really wrap my head around this because I know there are probably people out there listening who either have podcasts or they have spoken work that they've done, whether they be episodes from radio shows or other types of programs that have been for business where they have all this dialogue or they have all this video footage and they're like, I'm just going to throw it into a book. Could you take, for example, a podcast episode and just put it through transcription and say, boom, episodes one through 10, there's my book without hardly any editing. As a creative content strategist, would you do that or would you still be inclined to go in there and massage the content enough so it flows better for the reader? Definitely. I mean, first of all, transcription software, as wonderful as it is, still has some flaws. And so please don't ever just transcribe something and never edit it, (laughs) never proofread it. That's just not likely going to come across as professional as you would like to. But yes, like you said, the format is different. You might want to break it up a bit differently. Like your chapters might have different breaking points than your podcast episodes do, depending on the message that you're trying to get across. Like maybe you combine two podcast episodes, but it's only one chapter. For example, there could be an episode that Because again, a podcast has all the wrap-up notes too, like final thought or thanks for being my guest today that you might not put in the actual written text. Again, for the podcast, because it's very conversational, just like we're doing here, that's fine. But actually having that in the written form 
you'd still need to not just put it through a transcriber, but put it through an editor or a creative content strategist like you and say, okay, it's wonderful. I'll use myself as an example. Say, okay, Carl, it's wonderful you want to do this and take these episodes and create a book out of them, but we still need to make it user-friendly to the end user, which is the reader. Absolutely. Yes. And and we still definitely want to put in any references or acknowledgements, citing our sources, if there's any research that you're discussing, because we definitely don't want to plagiarize, especially by accident. So that's where maybe your show notes would translate into some end notes for those references. And there's the things that, see, I wouldn't have even thought of that. So phenomenal reference to that. And that's because again, when we're speaking, We'll reference things, but there's a difference between saying it, but then also making sure in the written context that you reference it. So if you say, and to quote William Shakespeare, you might have to also reference or even something more recent. You might have to, especially something more recent, because you might have to make sure that you're not, you say not plagiarizing, but also make sure that you're quoting the source correctly Because when we speak, sometimes we don't quote the source correctly. How many times has that come up where we think that a certain phrase that we've come to know over the years is actually not the way the phrase was originally said? Right. And one of the big ones that comes to mind is the whole, and this is a movie quote, but it's still played again, Sam. Humphrey Bogart never said those lines. It was, I believe the, and again, don't quote me, but it's, you played it for her, you can play it for me. I believe is the direct translation. We're going to look that up and put it in the show notes though. Okay. (laughs) For reference, but good point on that. Very good point on that for sure. And the other thing that you could do is the opposite of combining two episodes is you could expand out a particular episode and really take a deeper dive into a certain subject. And then again, that's where your references could come in because they can give the reader an even greater opportunity to dive deeper if they want to and do further reading on a certain topic. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. By the way, my guest today is Catherine Burroughs, creative content strategist and CEO of Catherine Burroughs Creative. And by the way, the host of The Right Connection, which is a fantastic podcast. We're going to post a link to her podcast in the show notes as well for you to check that out. Let's talk about your process a little bit. I know we can't give away the store. We can't give away everything, but (laughs) walk me through if, you know, when I come to you and I say, hey, Catherine, I think I need to hire you because I need help with writing. What are some of the steps that you walk people through to pull out the message in them? What's the steps that you take? Well, I would take a look at the content that you're already producing, if you are producing any, and decide what the level of authentic connectivity of that content is. And then the next step is to do a business character analysis, which is an in-depth interview process where I ask some basic questions about your business and how you got started and who your ideal clients are and that kind of thing. And then I take that information and create a report called my business character analysis in which you will receive your defining characteristic, which is that overarching characteristic that really affects everything that you do in your business and every offering that you have for your clients. And then there are three supporting characteristics, which support and enhance that defining characteristic. And then there's the culminating result, which is the 
awesome power and magic that happens when all of those four characteristics are working together to serve your clients. And so that gives you an external perspective and it gives me, if I'm going further on creating content for you, a touchstone to come back to. And that's what I base everything on, even though I'm not necessarily publishing anything directly from that. It's that reference point of making sure that that feeling, that tone, that message is always coming through in the content. And so that would be used when we plan your creative content strategy. And what type of content are you helping people with? Is there a specific type of writing that you like to specialize in? Do you have a a favorite kind of content? I love long content. (laughs) I was one of those kids in school who, when they said, you know, your limit of writing a story is like two pages. Mine would be like five, maybe 10. (laughs) So I've always loved. You always got to see because you put too many words. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I love doing blog posts, articles for magazines and other publications. And I'm really enjoying focusing on books because I just really believe that the book provides a great opportunity to showcase what it's like to work with you, who your clients are, how you've helped people that are just like your prospects and what the next steps are and how they can reach out to you. And certainly if anyone is ready to work with you, what's the next step for them from today? I would love to have a Zoom call with you. I call it my project exploration call because we're just going to have a coffee and chat and explore what we could do together. So you can reach me through my website, katherineburrowscreative.com or by email, katherine at katherineburrowscreative.com. And I'm sure Carl will be happy to post those links for me. And you can listen to The Right Connection for more about what I do, how I do it and what it's like to work with me. And yes, we'll post all those links in the show notes after today to make sure that they are there for you. Catherine, this has been a great discussion. We both work with words. We both work with them differently, but the end result is still the same because we're both helping people elevate their credibility through the words that they're using, whether it be spoken word, whether it be written word, and ultimately also elevating their brand and you know becoming very successful in the businesses that they run. Absolutely. And you mentioned earlier that I was writing for the eyes and you were writing for the ears and makes me think that we're part of the same body. So (laughs) like eyes, ears, mouth, and nose. There we go. I think we got them all covered. And by the way, I just wanted to mention that Catherine, you have to listen to the podcast because she covers a five-part series. It's on the five senses. Tease that a little bit. Tell me a little bit about that five-part series about the senses. Okay. So we all know that we have five senses, the smell, sight, sound, touch, and taste. So I talk about how bringing all five of those into your content and your descriptions makes it so much richer and more intimate and more immediate for the reader, listener, or viewer. So each of the five episodes covers one of the senses. And what I do is I have a story that I wrote about going for a walk in the woods because it's something that I love to do. 
And I start out in the first episode, which was sight, um, just talking about the things that I can see on my walk. And as we go through each episode, I go back to that same story description and layer in each additional sense as we go. And then in the fifth episode, I read, and yes, I did read it because I needed to read it to be accurate. I read you the first version, and then I read you the version with all five senses layered in just to show the immense contrast between the two and how much more memorable it is when you hear those additional details. So that means that your brand story is going to stick in your prospect's mind for so much longer. And I have to say, it's phenomenal. And by the way, we do the same thing in speaking, or we should be doing the same thing in speaking. But again, it's the different process. Listen to the whole podcast. Definitely make sure you listen to those five episodes because of the magic. And when you hear Catherine go from episode one to two, and she's layering the senses, it's like the heavens open and the choir sings. Like it's almost this realization, like, oh my goodness. Yes, I need to do that, but you shouldn't do it alone. You should do it with a professional. Catherine is the professional that can help you do that. Final thought before I let you go, Catherine. Well, I also have two episodes where I interview Carl. So if you haven't gotten enough of Carl on speaking of speaking, you can check him out on the right connection. (laughs) Thank you. Any other final thoughts before we go about the written word? It's parallel to speaking or anything that you'd like to share. It is so important to have that external perspective. So definitely have someone read or look over or watch your content, listen to your content. Somebody that's close enough, they'll give you honest feedback without worrying about you getting mad at them or whatever. But also someone who really loves you and can point out those wonderful qualities that you have that you really need to get across because those are the benefits that your client gets working with you. So yes, it would be lovely if you all call me and I would love to work with you. But the next best thing is finding that trusted partner or colleague that can give you that feedback. Catherine Burroughs, creative content strategist, CEO of Catherine Burroughs Creative, international best-selling author and host of The Right Connection. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you, Carl. It is always a pleasure to chat with you and to be part of the same body of words. Well said. And remember, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking 